Welcome to Mountains of Hope with Mike Murphy. Reboot and transform your physical, mental, and emotional being. This show is transformational from the inside and out. Hear from experts on detoxing your body, rewiring your neural pathways, cleaning up emotional wounds of your past, and living in the spiritual life of your dreams. Let go and start becoming yourself, in tuned with your spiritual life. You'll leave this show with Mountains of Hope. Let's get started. Hey, welcome everybody to the weekly Mountains of Hope podcast, and I'm your host, Mike Murphy, and I'm also the founder of the Mountains of Hope Transformational Health Retreat Center in Medellin, Colombia. We come to you every week to try to bring you health tips, things that we teach at our unbelievable Mountains of Hope Transformational Retreat Center. So if you want to know more about Mountains of Hope, I invite you to go to mountainsofhope.com and you can learn about what we do in this amazing retreat. And if you want to learn more about me, you can go to MikeMurphyUnfiltered.com and you can check me out and see everything that we do there. And joining me today for today's broadcast is my beautiful, lovely wife, Sarah, who is also one of the leaders and teachers at Mountains of Hope and also a certified health coach. So welcome, my dear. Thank you, honey. I'm really happy to be back. Well, I'm really glad you're here today because we're going to talk about a subject that I don't know that much about except when it comes to the male perspective, and that is the power of hormones. So today we're going to go deep into hormones, what they do inside our body, what they're supposed to do, what happens when they get out of balance, and how do we get them back into balance, because they're vitally important to how we feel and how our health is. So it's really important. So let's start with that. What are hormones, and what is their role in our body? So hormones is like a chemical messenger, that is gonna send signals to every part of your body. It's really important and it goes very slowly over time. And it's very important for your metabolism because it's gonna tell your body how you process your energy through your food, your sexual function, reproduction, and mood. mood. So it's very, very important. So let's say in, um, in a woman's case, for example, let's say, the, what's the main um, hormone for women, the most important one? Or so we all, everybody needs every hormone. Like we need testosterone, we need estrogen, we need progesterone. We need all the hormones because every little hormone is going to help us with something. So that's why the importance of having a balanced hormone. And how, how do you do that? How do you maintain balance in your hormonal life? So mainly is the way you eat and the way you feel. It's really funny because people say, oh, I'll just go and take uh, some pills or hormonal replacement. No, but if you're not changing this, stress is really, really important for your balance. So if I'm under a lot of stress, that's going to create imbalance in my hormones? Yeah. How? Well, your cortisol. Okay especially for women, yeah. is really important. So if women are always stressed, they don't sleep, Okay. your, your hormones are really not going to be balanced. Like, for example, I'm a woman. If I work out every day, three or four hours, that's not going to be good for my body. Even working out is good, but working out is going to stress your body in a way that is going to develop your hormones to be unbalanced. So that's why for women, we need to be very cautious. Like, for example, fasting. When you fast, like as a man, 
you're okay fasting 16, 18, 20 hours. As women, the recommendation for functional doctors is 12 to 14 hours because literally it can unbalance your hormones. Is that... (laughs) When? Is that why women are more imbalanced than imbalanced, men? Imbalanced, sorry. No, 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 okay. no. I mean, you said it properly. I'm just kidding you that women are more imbalanced than men because they, never mind. Okay, <laughs> so is cortisol a hormone? Yes. And what part of the body makes the cortisol? The adrenals. So if you have adrenal fatigue, it's not going to be good for your body either. So if I'm always operating in a fight or flight kind of uh, mode then my adrenals are producing way too much cortisol which flows into my body and increases my stress level and then makes it more difficult to sleep correct exactly and then your hormones are not going to be balanced either so they're going to be fighting okay the cortisol is going to be all over the place and then the other hormones are going to be like hey sorry i need some space i need to work and there's not going to be space. So that's when it comes like your body into like a crazy mode yeah. because you're not going to be balanced. You're not going to be sleeping good. You're, you might, you may be gaining some weight. So you have to be very careful. So if I'm getting this right, we have certain organs in our body that manufacture these hormones and these hormones are messengers to other parts of the body to turn things on, turn things off, sleep, sex, all these kind of things. Hormones is really the powerhouse of the messenger to make all these things happen. Is that correct? So what's happening, like your body, it's like a perfection tool. It's like, like an orchestra. Yeah. Okay. So if something is not working, neither of them mm. are working good. Okay. So, yeah, hormones is really important, but your gut, your brain, all your organs are important. They work like a team, you know? If one of the team is not working properly, it's like a domino effect. Let's say it better. Because if something is not working, then everything goes down. So what hormone, where is, what is the hormone that helps me fall asleep and where is it made in my body? I'm thinking about melatonin. Yeah. So melatonin is made in, I believe, in the pituitary gland, correct? So if my body, if I'm under stress and I'm in fight or flight and it's time to go to bed, and my body, because of this fight, fight or flight stress level, my adrenals are making all this cortisol, then it's going to be difficult to make the melatonin to go to sleep. Is that correct? Yeah. And do you know how much light affects the ability for the body to make melatonin? So when we're going to go to sleep, we need dark room. Okay. So if we're always in a light room, our body thinks, oh, it's daytime. It's okay. time to work. It's time to do other stuff. Yeah. So before you go to bed, you have to be in a dark room and then do your routine so you can go to bed. And that's going to help you to regulate your home hormones too. So this is something that's really important for you guys listening and watching today is this circadian rhythms, right? So here's the perfect scenario. I'm going to give you the perfect scenario, which none of us do, okay? But the perfect scenario is when, it, when the sun goes down, and we're lucky here in Columbia because we literally have 12 hours of daylight, 12 hours of sunlight. I know like in California, it varies, you know, up to three hours throughout the year. But so when it starts to get dark, 
that's the time to turn off the lights and that will tell your brain to start making melatonin which will get your body relaxed and prepare to go to sleep instead of tossing and turning while all these well the cortisol is being made and all these ideas and you can't go to sleep there's a problem i have so this is something i'm working on really hard right now is to prepare myself for sleep okay i i'm at that age where i have to do these kind of things but i would strongly urge you youngsters out there to start doing it right right now because for many many years i would fall asleep with the television on or i'd wake up at 3 a.m and turn it on and i just screwed up my body like you can't believe and so i have all these physical ramifications now because of that so I didn't understand. I didn't know what a hormone was, okay, until I got into this work. So, so I'm paying the price right now. So tell me some of the common hormonal imbalances and what are some of the symptoms associated with them? So for women, the most common one is like, okay, we start very young with birth control. Mm, mm. So in birth control is literally giving us like fake doses of artificial estrogen and progesterone. Mm. So you stop making your own. Mm. So the minute you stop birth control, you might, might get uh, estrogen dominance. Okay. That's what I have. Okay. Estrogen so, dominance. And what's that mean? Uh, it means that I have to work really hard to quit, like my, my hormone to get balance. When you have a lot of estrogens, you get moods, your periods, like everything is a disaster it's also com very common to have high testosterone and for a woman for women okay. yeah and one of the common things that you can look into is losing hair okay a little bit of acne okay in your chin oh. and in your cheek and also getting grumpy okay. like a lot like your mood gets like very moody okay so you're a woman you have too much testosterone I'm assuming you don't have enough progesterone. Is that how it works? Yeah, it's like when you when you're not like for example, everything's gonna be like level balance. Yeah. Yeah. If you're making a lot, the others stop making, so yeah. it's gonna be a mess. And for you males out there, okay, it, it's reverse. Okay, so if your body quits making testosterone and it starts increasing progesterone, now you're gonna get breast, and that's man boobs, right? So that's very very important when you notice that shift in your body. Your hormones are out of balance, and that's what you need to start working on. So, so what are other ways to get your hormones back in the balance? Nutrition, you mentioned. So, nutrition is really important because there are some food that they're not good for your for your hormones. Such as um, wheat. Wheat, okay. Dairy depends of of you. Like everybody is like at one little planet, okay. so you have to start listening to your body. So, wheat is not good. Okay. because of the GMO and everything that they're producing. And dairy, because they're putting in a lot of hormones. So if you're going to drink dairy, so try to be like organic, you know, uh, hormone uh, tested in, in, the, in the animals and stuff like that. And what about eggs? Eggs, I love eggs. And functional medicine, you're going to have a lot of different uh, criteria. But if you don't have an autoimmune disease, eggs are very good. And for what about people out there that are having trouble getting pregnant? What does that look like for them? So one of the main issues is stress. Um, and it, this is going to sound funny, but I used to have a client and she was really stressed all the time. She wanted to get pregnant and she was in, a, in an abused relationship 
the minute she ended up the, re uh, the, the relationship, she find another partner, she got pregnant right away. Wow. So this is how, like, when I always said, we're wholesome. Yeah. So that's why you have to be in a good environment and try to check your hormones too. So what I'm hearing there is that our emotional environment can affect the yep. physical environment of yeah. the way our body makes these hormones. Oh yeah, everything can affect. Even the cream I put in my face, the lun the the lun the way I make my laundry, everything affects our body. And the shampoo. So because of chemicals, right? Yep. So anything that affects the chemistry in the body, because the body is chemis chemistry, right? Yeah, pure. It's biological, it's chemical, it's a lot of things. And then that's the physical part that we can see, feel, touch, etc. But then we have the unseen part, the emotional yeah. and the mental and then the spiritual. So it's really important that all four of these aspects of our existence be congruent and that we be consistent with all that we do. I would imagine, I don't know, but what about alcohol? How would that affect things? Well, alcohol is horrible because, first of all, it's going to affect your gut. Okay. Well, if your gut is not working, your estrogen is not working either. Why? Because the way you release estrogen in your body is through the gut. Oh. Too. So okay. everything is like literally like a piece of a domino okay. game. So an alcohol doesn't help your uh, cortisol, doesn't help any of your brain, your um, emotions. So at the end, it's going to be worse. That's what we're going to teach in Mountains of Hope. Yeah. Teach what? Not to drink? <laughs> Not to drink and how to become a wholesome body, mind. Heart and soul. Yeah. So what about a glass of red wine? That can't be a killer. That's got to be okay. Well, I'm going to tell you something <laughs> for women. Okay. There's like a, a Mayo Clinic study, if I'm not wrong, that it says you have 40% of chances to get cancer of drinking a red wine glass for women. Wow. So they always said, oh, drink out uh, a wine every day for your heart. Mm. Well, no. When you're a woman, you have to be very careful because we're different from you guys. Yeah. And the thing is, they don't make a lot of studies for women. They make all the studies for men. So for women, oh, yeah, that's fine. No, it's not. So you have to be careful. So I wouldn't not even drink a glass of red wine every day. Increase your chances to get cancer. I don't want that. Well, the one thing I will say to you guys out there listening and watching is one thing I do know a lot about is breast cancer. And I will tell you that alcohol is a big contributor for women getting breast cancer. So uh, if you're a woman especially, if you can eliminate alcohol out of your life, you're going to be stronger and healthier and exactly. better. If you're a guy, you know, just cut it down as best you can. If you can eliminate it fully, great. Um, you know, here's what I've learned about alcohol. And I've had, I've drank, and I've had years of not drinking, and then I've played around with it. My take is this, that everything in life is easier when you don't drink. And, I don't, and I'm not talking about a drinking problem. I'm not talking about anything. But if you get out of the habit of having that drink, even if it's on the weekend or social, I just feel in my life that everything goes smoother. And I know it's much better for my body. And even, even at this age now, one glass of wine or a couple of beers, I feel it in the morning. And I, I'm tired of that feeling. 
Okay, so what are some natural remedies for, so let's say I have a hormonal imbalance. What's some natural remedies as far as herbal supplements? So eating broccoli every day is really good. Okay. Why? Because broccoli has a lot of vitamins that is going to help your body. Like B. Like when you want to regulate your hormones, you need like vitamin B, vitamin D. You need fatty acids. So eat some wild salmon. Fish. Yeah, fish, but wild. Uh, if you don't want to eat fish, okay, a good omega-3. Yeah. Uh, like, for example, you can also eat maca. Maca roots are really good. It's an ad- adaptogen that is really good for your and body. And it's a plant? It's a plant. So. It's a root from Peru. Okay. And it's really good for your hormones. Is that the same as maca tea or maca coffee? or? Well, it's maca powder, and okay. th- then you can make other okay, stuff. But so you can also have it in a peel. Okay. Uh, for lower your testosterone, um, you can uh, drink um, a l- <laughs> mint um, tea. Green tea, too. No, mint. Okay, mint, uh, tea. mint tea. And also netlet tea. And drink a supplement called so palmetto. Okay. It's really good for lower your testosterone. So palmetto, is that like a berry? So palmetto is like a herb, and it comes like in a supplement. So for you guys out there, so I'm going to talk from the male perspective a little bit right now, okay? So, you know, for guys, it's testosterone, okay? That's the big one for guys. And when we're young, we have tons of it because testosterone is our sex drive and, and helps to impregnate and stronger sperm and all that stuff. So testosterone is a big one, and as we get older the body quits making it. So I remember when I was late 40s, early 50s, someone, everybody, the rage then was injecting testosterone once a week and injecting human growth hormone once a day. And so I went to an anti-aging doctor and and he sold me on it because he said it was bioidentical as opposed to synthetic or anabolic, right? So what does that mean? So basically the testosterone, they take yams and they create like a testosterone-like molecule that's supposed to have the same effect. In my opinion, I probably did the testosterone injections for a couple of years. I really didn't notice much difference, to be honest with you, but I didn't really clean up my diet and my lifestyle and all that as well. Um, I, I did notice, you know, a little with the HGH, I'd get a little leaner. Um, but when I started realizing that there were side effects to this and there are other things going on. And I did some more research. And I'm not saying it's bad. Don't get me wrong. I mean, listen, investigate this stuff. Check it out for you. I mean, there's a lot of anti-aging clinics. This is a big business in the world today. But for me personally, if I were to do the testosterone now, I wouldn't do the injections. They make a cream. So I would just do a cream. Uh, There's also a, a cream of human growth hormone. Uh, that's pretty good. So I would do something like that if I was feeling that way. Um, but I feel that, you know, the best way to do that is through nutrition. Um, like, for example, um, eliminate sugar as much as you can. That's going to help yourself. We already spoke about alcohol. Reduce the alcohol. Fish, especially, you know, wild salmon is your best. Or sardines. You want that fatty um, fish stuff. Uh, which is a great for everything, for your heart, for everything, is really good. Of course, greens um, and avocados and eggs. So, so if I'm a, 
what I want to raise my testosterone today, I want to do as naturally as possible. So I'm going to do some aerobic exercises. I'm going to do as much lift weighting, weightlifting as I can and nutrition. And here's the big one, you know, sleep. You know, so if you're not getting good quality sleep, then you're going to have all kinds of issues in your life. There's another big issue in my life right now that I'm working on. So I wear this aura ring, which measures my sleep and tells me how much REM I get, which is rapid eye movement sleep, but that's a deep sleep when you're really dreaming. And it gives me my deep sleep score. It gives me how much, how long I was in bed and how much total sleep I got. So I really encourage you to check this out if you're having troubles with these problems um, because you need to measure this and figure it out. Um, you talked well, to- Hold on. Go For ahead. me, you even told me when I'm gonna get my period. Really? Yeah, and, if I, and it will ask me if it's heavy, light, or not, so I can keep track. Well, there you go, girls. So th another good tool. I can tell when she's going to get her period a couple days before, but that's a whole other system that I use. Well, the thing <laughs> is, uh, I'm getting better at that because I'm not having any more PMS because yeah. my hormones are getting more balanced. And when I was growing up, everybody said to me, oh, having cramps and having bad moods is normal. It's not normal. Yeah. I, I remember going to the gynecologist and say, hey, I'm having horrible cramps. I'm crying. I cannot even move. She said, oh, that's normal. That's the way you are because you're a woman. And I'm yep. like, that's not fair. Why yep. women will have this and men doesn't even have a cramps? Yeah. So I grew up no thinking about, oh, cramps are normal. Yeah. That's not normal. Once you have your balance, yeah, balance in your life and in your hormones, the cramps goes away. And... For example, the last three or four months, zero cramps. Okay. I'm still a little bit bloated, and sometimes I get a little bit of mood, but not like before. Okay. Like before, I might like I did this test called the Dutch Plus. I will explain a little bit later, and it will tell me in the past that my estrogen was will go four days before ovulation and during my period. So it was crazy. Like all my my swing moods were crazy. So that's the, the thing. As women, we will have to check everything. And I will say every four months, get your blood work because that's the way you will notice. And doing this Dutch Plus, it will change your life. So explain the Dutch Plus for us. So it's like a urine test that you literally, uh, you can do it for 30 days. I've done it for 30 days. So you have to pee every day, a certain hour. And it will tell you the result. It will tell you every day how every hormone is working. If your adrenals are working, if your estrogen, if progesterone, testosterone, like everything. So every day it will tell you that? Yeah, because you pee for 30 days. There's another one that you just pee for two days and it will give you like a balanced thing. No, I know, but you're telling me you pee for 30 days and then you get all that information? Yeah. Or you have to wait 30 days? No, no. So once you submitted the uh, test. Every day. Or at no, the end of 30 at days? at the end of 30 days, you, submit the, you submit the test, and then it will give you a report. And then the report, it will tell you, okay, your estrogen levels, this day of the month is like this. This day of the month is like this. So that's the way you will take care of that. So when you send in the Dutch Plus test, you're also telling them when you had your period, and so, yeah. they, so they link the two, and so then they exactly. can tell you. So that's a good thing, because there's no other test like that. You can do a blood work. I've done it before. And yeah, you're good. No, with this, I knew that I had an. Can you show that show that to the audience again? So you ladies out there, this Dutch Plus will really help you with yeah. your cycle, and your PMS and all that. So for you guys, if you don't like 
your wife's PMS, you should buy her this test. <laughs> but is there one for men, by the way? Is there a Dutch Plus? Do you know? I'm not sure. I think it is because it will tell you your adrenals and how you're, you, you still have progesterone, you still have estrogen, and you have testosterone. You just do the two-day, and that's it. But I will tell you this, guys. I, I test my, I get my blood work done probably every four months or so. Yeah. And, of course, we're checking for the heart, the cholesterol, and all that stuff. Uh, we're checking for the PSA, which is for the prostate. And, and because of these issues, this is a big issue. You know, I, I don't know how many men have prostate issues, but it's huge. Yeah. I just had a um, test today, and mine is like four times normal size. And it's really, I think, because I didn't balance my hormones. One of the things that happens when you have too much testosterone, uh, then you your body creates yeah. a hormone called DHT, which causes hair loss, male pattern balding, um, and an enlarged prostate. So I don't know how this happened to me, but it could have been for those years when I was injecting testosterone, although my prostate was already somewhat large. So I would just say in my case it, that, you know, it's so funny. One thing feeds off another thing, right? So, yeah. so now you, so I think mine has always been stress and too much cortisol and taking supplements. I always wanted those supplements. You know, there used to be a thing called Mahung and Ephedrine. And so I like those things that give you that extra boost, you know, uh, caffeine and these kind of things. And I, I think if I could go back in time, I would eliminate all this no yeah. nonsense from my life. And I would keep it very simple, very balanced, and pay so much more attention to my nutrition because what I think would happen when you're in this stress life all the time and you have all this cortisol, you, you blow out your adrenal glands, and so now your energy goes way down, but you're also your sleep is terrible. And so for my case, you know, the inability to sleep throughout the night, having to wake up two or three times, use the restroom, or just wake up and not being able to go back to sleep, all the lack of sleep causes all this hormonal imbalance, which causes all these symptoms in your life, which when you're young, you can just gut your way through it. When you get older, man, your energy starts to go down. So all these things affect your energy. So, I mean, this is why, honestly, I mean, I'm doing Mountains of Hope, the retreat center, to help people so they can understand that they can heal themselves and all the power is within. But there's a part of me that's doing this for this body that I've abused for too many years to go and to reboot my own body. And so that's what I love learning about this stuff. So thank you for all your information today. My pleasure. Um, what about acupuncture and putting the body back in balance? It's Chinese medicine, so you're not going to go wrong. You know, yeah. I always said, do what you think is going to be good for you and work it. Like yeah. for me is know your body. Like, yeah. for example, before I get my period, I'm craving beef, and yeah. I don't like beef. In my regular month, I don't like beef. I don't eat beef. But before I get my period, I'm craving beef. So, I, yeah, I want to feel mignon. So listen to your body. If you think acupuncture is going to help you, do it. Yeah. For me, is like do meditation, change your diet, start eating less processed food, eliminate sugar. But you can eat fruit. Fruit is the good sugar we need. Yeah. Uh, stop alcohol. Well, actually, everything turns into sugar, even vegetables. The broccoli is going to eventually turn into sugar to create the energy, right? So everything gets converted to sugar or the energy that we need. So 
In closing, first of all, thank you very much for sharing your expertise here with everybody today. It's greatly appreciated. I hope you guys have benefited this, especially you women. Uh, for men, man, it's just, you know, watch what you eat. Don't drink too much. Eliminate that sugar. And lift weights. Get as best sleep you can. Meditate. Breathe. Cold water plunges, infrared sauna, these are all things that we do at Mountains of Hope. So we, when you come to Mountains of Hope, our whole goal is to put you on a program that you take home with you yeah. and you can maintain this. We call it transformation that lasts. We don't want you to just come and give us your money and spend you know, a couple weeks at Mountains of Hope and learn all this stuff, lose a bunch of weight, increase your energy amazingly more and then go home and go right back to your old lifestyle. No, we, we're going to reprogram your mind, your neural pathways in your mind. We're going to clean out any emotional wounds. We're going to get you to move from your head to your heart and open it and live from this beautiful, loving heart that you have in this detox body that we're going to do with you. And we have all kinds of other spiritual practices from plant medicine to sweat lodge ceremonies. So many beautiful things to, to help to teach you how... Everything you ever need is already within you and how to go inside, how to tap into that power and energy and create this amazing physical body full of energy, this amazing clear mind full of great ideas, this beautiful, loving, kind, open heart that's here to serve others, your family, your community, and have a great spiritual awakening. So, we want to thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, we hope that you will like it and subscribe and share it and all that stuff. Hit the thumbs up, whatever, however that stuff works. And uh, But we're just here really to serve you and to give you insights of how your body works, how your mind works, how your heart works, and so you can create the best life possible for you. So until next week, go out there, live with passion, and create the life of your dreams. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. You have been listening to Mountains of Hope with Mike Murphy. Reboot and transform your physical, mental, and emotional being. Watch or listen every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. And get the podcast on any of your favorite apps. Mountains of Hope is transformational and shows you how to detox your body, mind, and to live a spiritual life of your dreams. For more healing wisdom and information, visit MoundsOfHope.com. The Mounds of Hope Show is sponsored by The Creation Frequency. Raise your vibration and visit thecreationfrequency.com today.